What's going on, everybody? Hardest part of the ring here again with another apron bump. A very special, special, special apron bump for you guys. Um, so sitting here, you know, WrestleMania's done. WWE's still taping shows and whatnot, but, you know, <laughs> I think it's only a matter of time before, like, I mean, I know they were deemed essential. I know there's a lot of moving pieces involved in that, but wrestling as a whole, my point is that wrestling as a whole, not a lot going on right now due to the uh, the circumstances of today's world. So I think, what better time for a podcaster like myself to kind of step back, assess the landscape, and just shit on all the fucking idiots that I'm seeing on social media. God damn it, there are some mouth-breathing fucking dummies all over social media, all over Instagram, all over Twitter, all over LinkedIn, everything, everywhere. Just boneheads, just flat scans, just drooling all over their goddamn keyboards and phones. Like, <laughs> look, I've, I've been wanting, so specifically, this this podcast here is kind of framed around the uh, the Wednesday Night Wars, as people like to call it, but there's really a more general kind of overarching theme here is that people just can't be content with what they're given. Not content as in like, oh, I'll just deal with what they give me, but content on like absorbing the good things that you're seeing on in the product the product being pro wrestling you know seeing what you like watching what you like watch it and then move on with your life but no 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 the boundaries to entry are so short nowadays that everybody can just hop on twitter hop on Instagram, hook a mic up to their fucking computer and spew diarrhea out of their stupid fucking opinions. Am I one of them? No, I'm not. But the point is, ever since these Wednesday night wars have started, it's really brought out the worst of people. I would say that it was probably the main catalyst in me establishing a podcast for myself because I wanted a a uh, a outlet to let out my frustrations on these stupid people. Now, before I go any further, I just want to talk about biases for a second, okay? Now, let's just look at WWE and AEW for a second, because let's be honest, those are the two promotions going on right now that are making the most waves. You got you got Japan, you got, you got Mexico, you got all the other independents all across America. But WWE and AEW are the mainstream companies... That people feel like they need to take a side on. Now, first of all, the concept of having to pick a side is absolutely absurd, especially in 2020, when you can watch multiple things. This isn't this isn't 2000. This isn't oh, do I watch Raw or do I watch Nitro? No, you can watch both. If you don't think you can watch both, Google DVR for me. And then maybe that'll solve your problems. Go to YouTube and type any of those companies that you watch. And you'll see probably full shows, if not clips or highlights. 
you can torrent these shows. You can they're on demand. Then you factor in, you know, streaming sites like the WWE Network. There are so many ways to watch everything that you want. Just because AEW and NXT happen to be on at the same time doesn't mean you have to pick one to hold the flag for. You could be fans of both. So when we're talking about biases, everybody has them, okay? I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm the, I'm the middleman, like, like just trying to get everybody to get along, because that's, that's not the case here, right? Now, I, I don't have a dog in the fight, and I'm not you know sticking to one side or the other. But for me, I started watching wrestling when I was four years old, roughly 23 years ago. I was a WWF kid. I, did, I never watched WCW. I never watched ECW. Or anything else. I watched WWF. I watched that company and that company only up until, I don't know, mid 2000. About the mid, maybe 2005, 2006, I started to branch out to TNA. I started to branch out to Ring of Honor. A little bit of Japan thrown in there. And you know why I branched out? Because I was getting burnt out on the product that WWE was giving me. And that's okay, but I was still watching WWE, but I just watched alternatives as well. And that same mindset is still at play today. WWE has not been giving me a product that is pulling me in. It's been years and years since they have done that. They have little little bursts of good content, but as a, in terms of their product as a whole, I'm not looking forward to Raw every week. I'm not sitting at my I'm not sitting on my couch with a remote in my hand at 7:59 waiting for Raw to come on. At best, I'll DVR Raw and start watching it at like I don't know 9:30, so I can fast forward through all the commercials. At best, that's what I'll do. Typically, I don't watch Raw, SmackDown, AEW, anything. I don't watch anything when it comes on unless it's a pay per view. So, basically, what I'm saying here is that my bias could be construed as a leaning towards WWE. I can own that too, because that's what I grew up on. And I'm always going to have a soft spot in my heart for Vince McMahon and his delicious, delicious pecs. Okay. That's my bias. I understand that. However, I don't let that dictate my life. Okay. I don't let that dictate everything that I enjoy as far as wrestling goes. I still watch WWE, but I also watch AEW. I also watch NWA Power. I also watch a little bit of New Japan, a little bit of Ring of Honor. Sometimes I'll catch some Impact pay-per-views if they look good. You see, it's okay to have a breadth of shows that you watch. You don't need to pick a side. If you're picking a side, that probably means that you don't have a lot going on in your life and you need to seek validation vicariously through another company and that's pretty sad in my opinion aew for life are ya you defiant douche nobody's impressed that you're watching wwe's quote-unquote competition nobody's impressed by it and when aew wins in the ratings you didn't win anything aew did tony khan did you won nothing You are still a douche. Same applies for NXT. 
even though they don't win that often. I believe they won last week, but that doesn't mean these WWE diehards won a goddamn thing. You didn't. Triple H did. Vince McMahon did. You won nothing. This is not your battle. This is not a battle at all. It's two companies operating at the same time, in parallel, both succeeding or not succeeding. One, it's not a case where one is succeeding and one isn't. You know, that's a whole, that's a whole different topic. Of a whole, it's a whole broader scale of things as far as wrestling goes. People are so caught up in, oh, is NXT going to win the war? Oh, is, is AEW going to win the war? How about we talk about this? How about you talk about how ratings of pro wrestling have been drastically decreasing over the past couple of years? All across the board. All across the board. Now, okay, I'm... I'm but we'll we'll get into that later, right? We'll get we'll get into ratings and how we look at ratings and how people just seek all of their validation through ratings. We'll get to that later. But right now I just want to my point here in, in talking about the biases is to show that I'm looking at this with a logical mind, okay? I'm not gripping my hand on the WWE flag with all my might, even though they're my go-to company typically. I can acknowledge when their product is lacking as I have. I have no dog in this fight. WWE has been wearing on me lately, dude. I My last podcast, go listen to my last podcast. Or maybe two podcasts ago, whatever it is. I, I spent maybe 20, 25 minutes just shitting on WWE and basically begging them to take a break after WrestleMania. Because I'm fatigued, man. And I, I know I'm not the only one. Then you add in the fact that people are traveling with all this virus shit happening. You have Jerry fucking Lawler, who's 800 years old, flying on a plane to go to an empty arena to commentate. Let me let me let me just back that up so everybody can hear that clearly. An old man with prior heart issues got on a plane during a pandemic. To fly to an empty arena to commentate. To commentate. Do you see what I'm doing right now? I'm talking into a mic and I'm not in Orlando. Why couldn't Jerry fucking Lawler do the same thing? <laughs> God damn it. Um, as you can see, I'm not pro WWE by any means, okay? Even though. My bias might lean towards them sometimes. And that's okay. It's okay to acknowledge that. But the point is here that I'm looking at this with a open mind. This being the Wednesday Night Wars. Now, the first thing that people need to understand is that AEW and WWE are not apples and apples. They are not the same thing. You cannot measure their success with the same ruler. You can't compare WWE's C-Show NXT to AEW's main showcase. All of AEW, their, their, their main attraction is Dynamite. Wednesday Night Dynamite. They have huge stars on it. They have Chris Jericho. They have Cody Rhodes. They have Matt Hardy. They have you know Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. On and on and on. They have huge stars. 
that are known across the world. Now, WWE and their brand of NXT has some pretty big stars there as well. But you can't compare. WWE has Raw and SmackDown, top tier. Below that, you have NXT. AEW is top tier, is Dynamite. Below that, you have AEW Dark. It's not an exact comparison, but the point is you can't compare NXT and AEW. Yes, they are both pro wrestling. Yes, they are both on at the same time. That is where the comparisons stop. Now, that being said, because people might hear that, they might be thinking I'm making excuses for NXT and why they are losing in the ratings from week to week. However, I will retort to that by saying that you also can't compare AEW to Raw or SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown have 100% success rate in beating AEW, okay? 100%. But you don't see me bragging about WWE because of that. You know why? It's because you can't compare Raw and SmackDown to AEW. You know why? Because WWE has established Raw and SmackDown for decades. Decades. So you can't compare them at all because they are on completely different planes. Now, another element to that, another layer to that, you have WWE as the established company. You have AEW as this new startup. Now, people hear that and they think that WWE has the advantage. But that is not the case, at least not always. The age of social media, right? You go on Twitter, this this extends beyond wrestling. People on Twitter, Instagram, wherever, they have an outlet to give their opinions. People love to feel defiant. People love it. They, They like to think that their voice... They like to think they're they're going to tweet something and it's going to be that emotional home run that just that just clicks with everybody. Everybody's going to retweet this fucking sick tweet that I'm going to throw out there, man. This is a this is a great opinion that I have and nobody's ever thought of it. It's going to be so edgy. You're not edgy, asshole. You're a dickhead with your finger up your ass with one hand and your your thumb on the other tweeting, all right? So let's just put that to bed right now. If you have an opinion about anything that doesn't make you defiant, it doesn't make you edgy. If you post, if you if you post something that begins with unpopular opinion incoming, you're a dork. You're not interesting. Your opinion is not unpopular. Go do something with your life. Anyways, um what the fuck was I talking about? Okay, so you have an established company, WWE you have a new startup in AEW. Now, a lot of the reason that I'm, I wanted to wait to do this kind of podcast is because I wanted everything to level out. AEW went through a honeymoon period where it was the new new thing and people were just praising everything indiscriminately, right? Ratings were really high because it was the new exciting thing and everybody wanted to see how it was going to look and how it was going to feel. So ratings... You know, social media um, activity related to AEW was skewed. And inversely, WWE was skewed due to that. So it's been, what, six, six-ish six months since AEW Dynamite started? Things are starting to level out now, you see. You can see that in the ratings. That's a metric that you can objectively see. Things are starting to level out now. We could see where AEW really stands 
as far as a uh, as far as their influence as a pro wrestling company. That being said, you can look at them. WWE is an established company. For years and years and years, they've been putting out wrestling. They've gone through some bad times. They've gone through some golden times. They've gone from they've gone from gobbledygooker to Austin three sixteen. They've they've seen the entire range of success. You know the, the the curve goes up and down, up and down, but that curve is long. It's been established for a long time. People naturally get fatigued with it, with anything. You know, it's it's the company that they know. WWE. It's the company that everybody knows. They have their different tropes and their different people understand what WWE is. And one of the main issues with WWE is that it's become very formulaic. So people kind of know what to expect. People are naturally fatigued with that. And now going back to when I was talking about people being defiant and thinking how they're, they're, they're so edgy by going with a new different thing. That, that attitude is streamlining fans over to AEW right now. Those arenas are filled with people that think they're so fucking cool that they're not watching WWE. AEW's fan base is filled with people who are tired of WWE. That is a con of being an established company, is that people get fatigued and they go to seek something else. The pros of WWE and being that that big powerhouse wrestling company, obviously, you know, you have you have um, production value, you have you have all the vast resources, be it the performance center, be it uh, different tiers of brands, be it the WWE network backstage crew, I'm sure has a higher level of um, complexity and robustness to it. WWE has a lot of advantages over AEW, no doubt. But AEW has the advantage of being that new company. They are, they're, the, they're the alternative. So people are naturally drawn to that because they want to be defiant and they want to feel like they're, like they're doing something meaningful. They're not. But it's okay to, to want an alternative. I don't want this to be like, Oh, people only watch AEW because it's not WWE. That's not the case. WWE has given people valid reasons to stop watching. That's why I watch AEW as well. Because it's it's something different sometimes. The point here is that you can't... You know, because I'll, I'll see on Twitter, right? Hey, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Twitter. All right? Brian Alvarez is, something, is someone that I hate to follow. Um, is that a healthy practice? Probably not, but I do it anyways. If you're not familiar with Brian Alvarez, he's uh, some, I don't know what his title is. He's just an asshole with a mic that talks about wrestling. But he'll post whenever the ratings come out for Wednesday Night Wrestling. He'll post. He'll It'll be NXT, colon, and then their ratings, and then AEW, colon, and then their ratings. So let me go, let me go to the last time. Just to see, because reason being... Is because the comments under that tweet every week are consistently full of mouth-breathing idiots. It's hilarious to read. All right, I'm I'm, I'm going through this live. By the way, this is I didn't plan on doing this, but I'm on the uh, the April 9th, twenty twenty tweet at four twenty one p.m. Eastern time. 
So Brian Alvarez basically tweets the ratings of NXT and AEW. NXT got a thousand more viewers than AEW. Now let's go to the comments. First one here. At at Prashraya Shrai. I don't know what that is. Um, but they say all of them bragging about ratings. The truth is Raw beat them both combined. Lesson wrestling as a whole is on a downward spiral instead of comparing them. Enjoy it. You'll have like the, the grammar's bad, but you get the point. So the first thing the first part of that comment is that Raw beat them both. Like I said, you can't compare Raw to NXT or AEW. NXT is the C brand of WWE. It is a tier below. As much as they want to make believe that it's on the same level as Raw and SmackDown, it's not. The casual audience, the general public, is not as familiar with NXT as Raw and SmackDown, and that's just a fact. That That's not a, a dig at the product. That's not saying that AED is lower quality. I'm not saying it's a C quality. But as far as branding goes and as far as scope goes, it's the C level. And that's okay. It's okay. It doesn't need to compete with Raw. And Raw doesn't need to compete with AEW because, again, it's a smaller upstart company. So, yeah, Raw is established for decades. So, yeah, they're going to beat them. Anyways. But then they go on to say, yeah, wrestling is on a downward spiral. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think that's something that people want to ignore. And they just want to compare different things because they want to feel like they're winning something when they're not. Let's see what other comments are under these ratings. Uh, Congrats to NXT on its first win of the year. There's a lot of comments similar to that is what I'm seeing here. It's like, so the comment here is that NXT almost always loses to AEW in ratings. Now, there's a lot of ways I could tackle that. There's so many fallacies with that statement that I literally don't know where to start. Um, for one, like, I mean, we've already gone through, you know, how AEW is this new company. So they have that luster. They have that appeal to them. Both these companies are on on Wednesdays at 8 Eastern. But AEW is the new company. And AEW has a bigger showcase. It's their top showcase. They have their biggest stars every week on AEW Dynamite. And NXT is the C-tier show of WWE. Not to mention... NXT is also on the WWE Network, which personally, I almost always watch it on the network. If not the network, I have it DVR'd and I watch it that way. I don't watch NXT live. I don't watch AEW live, but we'll get to that later. Point is, are there any other stupid comments under here? It's been four months since they last beat them. That's pathetic. It's not pathetic because of the reasons I just laid out. You fucking idiot. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so to sum up, AEW, WWE are apples and oranges, okay? They're apples and oranges. You can't compare them. Stop thinking that they're a one-for-one comparison. Just enjoy them both. And the comparison aspect of this all is muddied even more when it comes to ratings. Let's talk about ratings for a second. I just went through that tweet by Brian Alvarez where he basically listed the ratings and everyone had their little take on it under the comments. It's clickbait bullshit. It's not just him. It's so many people across social media are posting, oh, NXT had this rating. AEW had this rating. Uh, whoever had the higher ratings won. No, they didn't. That's rating ratings. TV ratings, right? 
is a measure of how many people watched live. That's what it is. There's there's other elements to it, but as a whole, that's what it is. It's how many people sat down at that time and watched it live. But guess what, folks? People don't fucking watch TV live anymore. You know why? Because it's 20 fucking 20. DVR. On demand. Streaming. YouTube. Clips on social media. Torrenting. I could go on and on. There are so many ways to watch the product nowadays. Not just wrestling, but everything. People are watching Netflix. They're not tuning in to watch whatever CBS bullshit sitcom is on. At most, they'll watch it whenever it gets pushed to Netflix or Hulu or whatever. People watch TV differently now. You can't you can't lean on ratings as a measure of success because it is not. It is one piece of the grand puzzle. Ratings does not equal success. Success is a is a broad term that has many different branches from it. Part of it is ratings. Part of it is network subscriptions. Part of it is merchandising. It's attendance. It's goodwill. It's branding. There's so many elements to quote-unquote success. If AEW beats NXT one week, that does not mean AEW is the more successful brand. If NXT beats AEW one week, that does not mean NXT is the better brand. It does not mean that NXT is killing AEW. If AEW beats NXT 12 weeks in a row, it's not pathetic. It's one measure. It's a measure that is a result of a variety of different things. But that's not a measure of the success or the quality of the product at all. At all. All ratings are down, by the way. So why don't we stop looking at comparing the two companies and start looking at ratings of pro wrestling as a whole and why it's going down. That could be a whole other podcast in itself. But basically, if you're comparing ratings of two different shows and using that to assess which show is the better quality, you're a dumbass. Period. You lack critical thinking skills. You lack anything meaningful in your life, probably, because you're living vicariously through these companies. And if you think your company winning the ratings means that you won something, you didn't. You won nothing. The company had a higher rating. That's where the end of it is. And now, the and then, then the other element to this is the networks. People love to add that comment. Like they, everyone thinks that they're the first person that has this opinion, right? So I'll say, ratings don't matter. People will comment on that and say, "Oh, I think the networks think it matters because that's where they they use it to get advertiser." Do they? Do they? I fucking know. It's not a secret that networks care about ratings. And the fact that you think that's a unique thought makes my fucking teeth itch. Networks care about ratings. If your show is not getting viewers, networks are not going to want that show anymore. But that, but that, that's an independent metric. It doesn't matter if AEW beats NXT. If AEW beats NXT by 100,000 viewers... USA isn't looking at that like, oh, well, this wrestling company is doing better, so I guess we got to get rid of NXT. No. 
they look at the ratings that NXT gets and they look at it in relation to the other shows on their network. By the way, NXT and AEW are both succeeding in that aspect because people watch TV differently, but that spans across all genres. So ratings for TV as a whole are all going down. So in relation to other shows, NXT and AEW are both succeeding. They're both thriving and they're both putting out quality products almost every week. But people can't just live with that, right? They can't live with that reality. They have to have someone win or lose. Someone has to go out of business. Some One company has to die. And then the company that I choose will win. And then I'll have a big old penis and everybody will no, you won't. You'll have. You'll still have a three-inch max. Get over it. So yes, networks care, but this comparison between between companies and as if that's an aspect to it does not matter. It does not. That's not how it works. You're not intelligent for bringing the network argument into this. Everybody knows that you're not special. It's common sense. Use your critical thinking and figure out for yourself why that doesn't matter in the scope of competition. Now, ratings are useless. If you you get anything from this podcast here, is that ratings, they're not useless. But they're one small element to the greater scheme of things. You can't live or die on ratings. You can look at ratings, you can analyze why ratings might go up or down, but to claim like one company is winning because it had higher ratings is just a brain dead way of thinking. So cut it out. Okay. Cut it out. Now, what else do idiots say? Oh yeah. So here's one. I'll throw a little support towards AEW here. People often throw out this insult or they, as if they think it's an insult towards AEW. AEW is just TNA 2.0. There's a lot of fallacies with this. There are a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of ways to dissect that comment because you see it all the time, right? It's it's in various shapes or colors or different languages, but a lot of people say that. Too many people say that. There are similarities. They are, I guess, the immediate competition to WWE. WWE stars like to hop from the WWE towards AEW and much as they did with TNA. There are similarities, but it's all about the execution. TNA died. Okay. It's impact wrestling. Now it's still, it didn't die technically, but it never came close to competing with WWE, nor will AEW by the way, not anytime soon, but they're the alternative. TNA was at its best when it was just the alternative. They began to lose steam when they tried to compete with WWE because they tried to be WWE light and nobody wanted to watch that because they'll just watch WWE heavy because it's still there. And as long as AEW stays away from that, they'll be good, which, you know, they're still working on that. There are still a lot of times where they are WWE light. But in some cases, it's not a bad thing. You know, people say... A lot of the similarities between TNA and AEW come to light when you look at people jumping from WWE towards that company, right? But people say that like it's a like it's a derogatory thing. People say that like it's an insult. 
like it's a negative that people that 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 this company is grabbing ex WWE guys. Really? Is that a bad thing when a smaller company grabs a major star from WWE? Was it a bad move when Kurt Angle was signed to TNA? How about the Dudleys? How about Jeff Hardy? How about Matt Hardy? Lashley, Christian, Sting, EC3. Were those failures or were those some of the highlights of TNA's history? It's the latter, by the way, in case you, in case you didn't understand where I'm going. It's okay to get ex-WWE guys on your company. It's all about merit. Bringing in these ex-WWE guys has proven to be effective, not only with TNA, but with WC-fucking-W. Ever heard of Scott Hall or Kevin Nash? Ever heard of Hulk Hogan? I don't know if you guys have heard about this group called the NWO, but they just so happen to be the catalyst for WCW taking over in the ratings war against WWF. Was it a bad move that WCW sought out ex-WWE guys? WWF guys at the time? No, it wasn't. It was a great business decision because people know who these people are. And yes, AEW is taking that knowledge, taking that mindset, and applying it in today's world. Chris Jericho, who is probably arguably one of the best characters AEW has... Matt Hardy, who is not only an intriguing character on screen, but can be a very valuable asset off screen. Brody Lee, who is never getting the time of day in WWE, but is one of the most talented big men that wrestling has ever seen. Not only in the ring, but on the mic. Cody, tickled with the main event scene in WWE, but it has become a major, major megastar in AEW. The most over babyface that they have. Maybe the most over babyface in wrestling right now. So yeah, bringing in these ex-WWE guys is not a bad thing. And calling them TNA 2.0 because of it, you might think it's an insult, but it's not. Because in a newsflash, TNA was pretty fucking awesome a lot of the time. They had their periods where TNA was objectively the better show than WWE. Not objectively, because the ratings were still less we're still lower, but the quality, I'd rather watch AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels than whatever they had with Trevor Murdoch versus Jimmy Wang Yang or whatever they were having on during that time, during the like the whole mid-2000s. So yeah, AEW has adopted a lot of the, a lot of the mindsets that TNA did, but it's all about how they executed. TNA did a lot of good things. They did a lot of right things. AEW can't just throw out Jimmy Havocs and Joey Janellas and the, the the gay guy with the ass. The you know, you know I forget what his name is. The sparkly gay guy. Because nobody knows these people. I, I didn't even know that last guy's name. Nobody knows these people. So you have to get these high level guys to build these new stars. You can't just create stars with no names. You can have Joey Janela and Kip Sabian fight all night long, but nobody's going to care about them. You know how I know that? 
because we've watched it unfold before our eyes. How long did those guys feud on AEW? Months? Nobody gives a shit about either of them. That's why the women's division has suffered so much, because nobody knows any of these women, and nobody cares. But the world title scene, Chris Jericho is the first world champion. Everybody was all about Chris Jericho versus Cody. Everybody was all about Chris Jericho versus Dean Amber or John Moxley. Nobody gives a shit about MJF. Nobody gives a shit about MJF. Unless they're comparing them to a bigger name like Baron Corbin. So yeah, they're allowed to bring big stars from other companies into their into their company. That's a good business practice, and it's, it's a good long-term strategy for building new stars. Because you can't just build new stars out of thin air. You have to have somebody to build them off of. And that's where Chris Jericho, or John Moxley, or Kenny Omega, or Dustin Rhodes, or Jake Hager. That's where those people come in to help elevate other people. So yeah. AEW has some ex-WWE guys. That is not a mark against them. If anything, that's a mark for them. So when you want to criticize AEW, that is just not a valid reason to criticize them. So see, I might be biased towards WWE a little bit, but I can look at it with a clear head and acknowledge when AEW is doing something well. Because they are. They're doing a lot of things well. They're doing some things that aren't so well. But you could say the same thing about NXT. You could say the same thing about Raw, SmackDown, anything. You could say you could say that about any company. The point is both all wrestling companies are putting out the best product that they can. And wrestling as a whole, you could say, is on the downward spiral. As long as you support wrestling, it'll stick around. But if you're just on social media, jabbing at each other, trying to get the win for the week, nobody wins. Okay? Nobody wins. Now, I posed a question on Instagram, basically asking you guys, what is the dumbest thing that you've heard people talk about in regards to the Wednesday Night War? And I got some good responses here. Let me pull that up. I'll try to give you guys shout outs as I do this. Professor Wolverine 1991. You had a couple of them, but one good one I had was, or one good one you had was, so these are people, these are things people say on social media that are pretty fucking dumb, right? So Professor, Professor Wolverine says, Sean Spears will be a bigger star in AEW. That's what people say. I mean, you can just look at it, right? You can just look at the, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. People think these, these underutilized talents of WWE, if they just go to another company, they'll be utilized better. They'll, they'll, their true potential will shine. AEW is built on new stars. It's not Chris Jericho, you know, the people I named previously, John Moxley, Jake Hager, Goldust. It's not built on new stars. There are new stars involved, but there's a lot of old stars as well. And just because somebody that you like or that you felt was underutilized in WWE just because they flipped to AEW does not mean that they will be better utilized there. Just look at Sean Spears. But at the same time, Sean Spears did get his spot. He did get his spotlight. He got his chance to succeed. He got a pay-per-view match with Cody. A a, a semi-main event match with Cody. And nobody gave a shit about him. He didn't do well. 
He wasn't engaging. He wasn't that engaging in WWE, and he is not engaging in AEW. He had that 10 chant, but that was the extent of his appeal. Uh, what else do we got here? So basically, we may we may see the same with Brody Lee. Who knows? Um, but that is just something we'll have to uh, wait and see. Professor Wolverine also says that MJF flipping a kid off is the best heel gimmick in ages. He says that's what people say. Um, when it comes to MJF, it's just the nature of a heel is so different now. I feel like you have to. I feel like the, the classic heel is dead. Because I think the curtain has been pulled back too much. People will boo you just to be part of the show. Like like the live audience will boo MJF because they want to feel like they're participating in the show, which is good. I mean, it adds to the viewer. Um, it adds an element to the viewer that makes the show better. But to say MJF is a great heel, I mean, I guess you could say that if people are booing him. But man, that dude just tries way too hard. He just tries way too hard. I, I've, I've talked about it before, but I don't know if you guys like... I used to play Call of Duty a lot, right, on Xbox. And this is like in high school I would play. And I would get they would get these like 8-year-old kids on there telling me that they were going to fuck my mom or that that my dad was gay or that they're going to shove their balls in my dog's mouth or what what you know whatever they would say. Just like vulgar shit for the sake of being vulgar. That's what MJF is. He tries too hard to be vulgar and edgy and he just comes off kind of corny. And uh, I just don't think he has a lot of staying power in the business if that's going to be his approach. I think people are going to get fatigued with him quickly. And I don't think he has a, a long shelf life if that's the character he wants to have. Um, I look at him. I see a budget Miz. I see a budget Alberto Del Rio. I see a budget JBL. He's not doing anything particularly unique. And um, I think until he does that, his ceiling is pretty short in my opinion. But we'll we'll go ahead and wait and see. We'll see if he builds off the momentum with Cody, but I do not have high optimism for that. What else do we got here? Devlin the Detalis, am I pronouncing that right? Um, he says a stupid thing people say is AEW is changing wrestling. Honestly, I don't see really much change since they've been around, personally. There's more super kicks and Canadian destroyers. That's really the only change that I've seen. There have been some good matches, but there's good matches in WWE as well. You know, you can say AEW, even if you want to say AEW has higher quality in matches, I don't know if that's changing wrestling. That's just a different different approach that they're taking. That style of wrestling is seen all across the world before AEW was here. And I think their fan base, you could say it would it would be changing wrestling if that style was expanded to a, a more broader audience, but I don't believe it is. And that's just based off their ratings, and that's based off of the social media activity that I see in regards to AEW. The people watching AEW are uh, the same people that were watching New Japan, or the same people that were watching Kenny Omega or Young Bucks matches in Ring of Honor. It's the same group of people. I don't think anything has changed, really, as of this point. But... Maybe the future will say otherwise. But as of right now, they're just a different... There's, It just feels like a different version of WWE, in my opinion. I like Faza Liquiball. Probably got that. Probably nailed that name. 
Um, you say AEW didn't start the war. NXT is. But NXT is already s- staying on Wednesday night wrestling. AEW fans came and declared that... On, on, okay, you're, you need to do a little proofreading, bud. Basically, you're saying that people are saying that AEW didn't start the war. NXT did. And you say that that is false because NXT is just staying on their night. And you're saying that when AEW loses in the ratings, they say that there is no war. Which, all valid points. All valid points. Um, As far as who started the war, I mean, NXT was already on USA on Wednesday nights. Now, did they expedite their uh their moved two hours did they ex- did they speed up their movement towards being on usa probably yeah of course they did but that was all in the plans right and yeah they want to meet aew head-on because it's another major professional wrestling company so yeah they want to they want to neutralize as much they, they want to maintain as much of their audience as they can and the way they do that is by going head-to-head with that other major company. It's a simple, common business practice. You have another company offering the same product, so you, you have set up shop across the street. You see that with Home Depot and Lowe's. You see that with McDonald's and Burger King. It's a thing that everyone does. And people want to diminish WWE because they're doing that. No, it's smart. You know what I mean? It's like, what else would they do? It's not because they and, and they see the... The money behind AEW, they see the stars that they have, and yeah, they want to get ahead of that as best they can. That doesn't mean they want to kill AEW. That doesn't mean that they're scared. You think Vince McMahon or Triple H are scared of AEW? They're not. If you think they are, you're delusional. But they want to maintain their audience as best as they can. AEW is not even going to come close to killing WWE. Not even close. So you need to get out of that mindset if you are in that mindset. Uh, Drew Henderson. You say that people say that AEW and NXT will get over a million in the ratings. And yeah, I see a lot of people claiming that AEW and or NXT will both reach a million viewers. And not anytime soon, they won't. Not anytime soon. Um, I think we've seen the ratings level out. You know, the Wednesday Night Wars started and they were both getting monster ratings. But now it's kind of just common, commonplace and uh, people are kind of watching as they watch and the ratings have kind of um leveled out to where you know between 600 and 850 ish somewhere in that range they'll lie sometimes one company will be higher than the other but we're not going to see an aew or nxt compete with raw or smackdown unless those unless raw or smackdown just degrade to the point where their ratings drop that's the only point where they'll they'll compete with each other but no, they're not going to get over a million viewers anytime soon. Um, <laughs> fan of all fans with a Z. You know this guy's cool because he spells fans with a Z. You had a lot of comments under my post. Clearly a um, an AEW mark here. As uh, I can see by the hashtag AEW in your bio. This is kind of an example of the... Um, that defiant attitude that people think they have when it comes off just kind of corny. <coughs> you uh, you have a few comments and you have a few replies, all basically defending AEW. So I guess I'll go through a few of those just because it's entertaining to me. Let's see, you say that AEW gets most of their talent from the indies. 
this is you saying it. This is, this is by the way, this isn't you saying other people say it. You say that AEW gets most of their talent from the indies. They even pay some of the indie talent just to be in the crowd during these hard times. I have to respect Tony Khan for that. Crazy part is we all know Vince would never do this in a million years. Do ya? Do ya? Do you know how many people Vince is employing right now? You know, Pete, he's getting a lot of shit for keeping the shows going during this pandemic. But everybody's still getting paid. Vince McMahon has paid for people's surgeries. He's paid people who have to sit on the shelf for a year. He's paid for people's rehabs, both for injuries and for substance abuse rehabs. You don't know anything about what Vince's motives are or what he does for people. But I assure you that Vince McMahon does more than enough with what he has. And that's not just towards you, fan of all fans. That's towards a lot of people who think they know who Vince is and what his mindset is. You don't. You're basing it all off of Dave Meltzer, whoever, who just guesses. These wrestling journal, these wrestling journalists, they guess about what Vince is thinking, but they don't know anything, and you don't know anything. What else did you say here? They said Vince McMahon isn't paying wrestlers to sit on the bench only. So they won't go to the other brand. So you're you're basically saying that that Vince is paying people to be on their roster just so they won't go to other companies. That's true. That could be true to an extent. But you're saying it's the better. Like he thinks that they're the better brand. So he's scared that they're gonna flip that. that the the whole thought process that Vince McMahon is scared of AEW or any other brand is hilarious to me because that just shows how hilariously misinformed you are and how you just don't know how to look at the current landscape. Um, Let's see here. What else did you say? In response to Sean Spears not making it to the top of AEW, you say, oh, I guess he would have made it to the top of WWE like Ricochet did. I don't even know where you made that jump. But yeah, you're just just really dick riding AEW in all these comments, man. I mean, it's a lot of illegible stuff, honestly, but... But that's just one example of a mass population of people who have a dog and who feel like they have to have a dog in the fight with the Wednesday Night Wars. You don't. Just enjoy wrestling. If you like NXT, watch NXT. If you like AEW, watch AEW. If you like both, watch both. You can do that. It's 2020. DVR exists. Record them both. Watch them both. Why... Why do people think they have to have two monitors going at the same time to watch wrestling? They just want to feel like they're living in 2000 again. They want to feel like they're living through the Monday Night Wars. It's not a thing anymore. Wrestling Wars is not a thing anymore. There are so many ways to watch wrestling now. And if you're looking at ratings as the one metric to base success off of, you just lack the critical thinking skills and you lack validation in your own life through what you're doing in actual life you can watch aew you can watch wwe you can watch them both you can watch other stuff it doesn't matter stop seeking validation through a company that you arbitrarily chose stop living vicariously through vince mcmahon stop living vicariously through tony khan if one company wins in the ratings one week that doesn't mean you won that means that company won Nobody is impressed that you're an AEW fan. Nobody is impressed that you're an NXT fan.
It's wrestling. Watch it and enjoy it. Criticize it as you will, but don't claim like you have any more credibility just because your chosen company won in the ratings one week. That doesn't exist. That's... I'm sure I'll probably think of other stuff that I want to yell about later, but for now, I think that's pretty uh, that's pretty much all I got for now. Um, thank you all again for listening. Thank you all for all the support you've shown me for this podcast. It keeps me coming up here every week, um, giving you guys some content. Um, and let me know if there's anything else you would want to see from me, anything that you would want to see me comment about, and I'll be sure to do that uh, potentially next week or whenever. So uh, thank you again. Thank you all again for listening at Apron Bump on Instagram, at Apron Bump on Twitter. I'm hard.